You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Welcome to the Limitless Leaders Podcast. From wherever you're chiming in from around the world, thank you for joining us today or tonight, it might be for you. And I am super excited and been so looking forward to introduce you to our guest today, a very special guest, Julian Mather. So Julian um, has seen the world through many lenses, through a telescopic sight as an army sniper, through the TV lens as a globe-trotting cameraman for ABC TV, National Geographic and BBC, and through smoke and mirrors as a professional magician. He's travelled far, but his longest journeys have been behind the camera to in front of it. From a stutterer to a professional speaker, from too polite dip eater, I love this, to insatiable hummus addict. Now, Australia's leading voice on authentic video, he helps leaders amplify their influence so they can be seen as trusted authorities that people want to do business with. Welcome, Julian. Hey, Renee. I'm really happy to be here. Yes, yes. Feels like it's been a long time coming, but, you know, today I think it'll be such a thought-provoking and inspiring show Um, and lots and lots of tips and tricks that our, our listeners and viewers can can glean and bring bring into their video. So I love stories, Julian, and I'd love to sort of understand your backstory and how you've got to where you are today. Look, sure, I'll give you the short, this is the condensed version, all right, is that uh, it all started back at school and I did really well at school if you don't count learning. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, used to, I used to wag school uh, a lot because uh, I knew what I wanted to do, but school just, you know, I didn't fit into that system. So uh, I took myself to the State Library and I studied every book on photography and photojournalism because I wanted to be a photojournalist. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you read, but the secrets are written between the lines. And what yeah. I realised that photojournalism was not going to happen in my home city of Brisbane. So I knew that I had to get out into the world somehow. So I was walking down the street and I saw an army recruiting poster on the side of a bus shelter. And I thought they had all these soldiers and they were walking through pine forests and it's wow. Australia. We've got eucalypt trees, pine forests. That's exotic. That must mean I can get out to the other side of the world. So I joined the army and that's when the yelling started. And uh, it, it wasn't going to stop for uh, quite a while when I got in there because I said, oh, I'm going to be a photographer. That's what you wanted. And they said, oh, they, they didn't tell you that, did they? Anyway, they stuck me in, in the infantry. I didn't like it. I wanted autonomy and uh, I was, uh, you know, quite antisocial and shy. Uh, and I ended up being an, an army sniper. I didn't have to talk to anyone. How good was that? And so I ended up doing that for a, a couple of years, but it was not the view of the world I wanted through this, you know, narrow lens. I wanted a wider view of the world. So ended up being a documentary cameraman and, uh, you know, worked for the world's big networks and, uh, I did that for a couple of decades, and it was literally what I call the second best job in the world. They would put a plane ticket in one hand, money in the other, 
kicked me out the door and say, go tell people stories. So I went to great places, but it was the people in front of the lens who influenced my thinking. And so much so, I kept on seeing them affecting change in the world, and I wanted to be part of this. So I walked away from television at the top of my game, and I took a program into schools to teach philanthropy to school children. <laughs> I took it out into the world to deafening silence. <laughs> like I pushed it for 18 months and got a little bit of traction, but I learned my first lesson about business. Never open a restaurant unless you've got a starving crowd. I just didn't understand this. And so basically my TV career had gone. I had no money. I had to reinvent myself. So what I used to do as a cameraman was I always used to carry a bit of magic in my camera vest because get this, apparently people don't trust the media. <gasps> I know. So wow, I always used to do a little <laughs> bit of magic just to build rapport with people. It was a great way to get people laughing, you know, look after their kids, all that sort of thing. And uh, so I took those basic skills and I worked really hard on them and I became a professional magician. And I did that for five years. I ended up not being satisfied with that and starting uh, putting some uh, teaching uh, videos, magic videos on YouTube. Long story short, it became successful. I had a successful YouTube channel called Julian's Magician School. It's still there. It's got 30 million views and about 140,000 subscribers. And out of that, uh, I started to look into the metrics about who was watching and I got a big surprise because I thought it was mainly kids and there was a spike of males 35 to 55 years old from all around the world. So I reached out to them and said, who are you? What are you doing watching me? And they said, oh, we love the way that you show us, not just the trick, but the presentation behind it. And I said, if, if, I, if you wanted something else from me, what would it be? And they said, we'd love to know how to put those tricks together to make a magic show. So I built my first online course called Build Your Magic Show, became really successful. I built an online training company, the world's first online training academy for professional children's entertainers. Uh, and then I sold that about four years later. And then all those skills, so we, you know, we taught the technical skills, magic and juggling and circus and balloon twisting, but it was the psychology and it was taking people from being stuck to being unstuck over here that I really love. So what I've done is that same methodology, I've stuck video on the top of that, and that's where I am now. I help people who know they've got something to say, but they struggle to show up in video and say it. I help them go from being here where they can't do it to being a confident video presenter. That's the short version. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've read your story and it's absolutely amazing. And I I, I love um, the fact that you knew what you wanted to do. But would you agree that all of those things that happened and there were some challenges in there, you know, there were roles you did that, you know, you didn't expect. Do you really think they've contributed to who you are now and who you're continually becoming? Oh, I would not go back and change anything. So I would say that uh, it, in, it depends how you measure you know, your, your success. Some people it's money, some people it's education, some people it's social connections, all those. My metric of success is lack of regret. And 
if I go into any room, I can pretty confidently feel like I am one of the most successful people in that room based upon my uh, uh, metric of, mm -hmm. of success. Uh, because I, apart from a few things I've said to people, you know, like we all have, that I should have just shut up. <laughs> apart from that, if, honestly, if I died this afternoon, uh, you know, everyone know, I died uh, as a satisfied person because all... Although I've had a lot of failures, but the failures teach you stuff, you know, like it's just wonderful. And I could not be doing what I'm doing now, speaking to you now, unless I had had those failures and got up, dusted off and just, just kept going. So, yeah. you know, what, so what I told you before is, is, is almost like a laundry list of my successes. I, I didn't stick all the failures in there. I've had oh, many more. Yeah, I love that. And you know, that's my philosophy around that's what the gift mindset is, seeing the gift in every difficult, challenging situation or person we encounter and really going, what did I learn from that to progress myself and others forward? Um, which you've done to get to where you are, but you're also sharing that you've been there. And, you know, you and I will have continued failures, we'll make mistakes, but it's all about, you know, look, in, I say welcoming the unwelcome and embracing those things to drive us forward. You know, I think that's that's just so important. And I love, I love that you brought magic in because <laughs> I always, Julian, have it, well, we do a lot around the gift of curiosity, which I think is just, you know, childlike wonder. And I always talk about state and trait curiosity. So, you know, trait is within us. State, I always use the example of watching a magician and going, wow, how does he or she do that? But maintaining that curiosity. So it's not a sort of a sugar hit and you forget about it. And it sounds like, and you have, you've bought that out in people. And I love that. Yeah. You know, that thing, that thing about the curiosity of, of magic, there's a lovely term and it's called being hoisted on the horns of a dilemma. And that's what happens when you watch magic because you're grown up and you know that the world operates in a certain way, yet someone does a trick in front of you and you just go, huh? How did that happen? So what happens is on one side you go, I know that's not possible, but then your brain goes, but I just saw it. But I know that's not possible. I just saw it. And these are the horns of, of the dilemma. And eventually it happens so fast, you just give up. And right in the middle is where the magic happens. And that's that childlike wonder where you just go, I don't care. I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so in line with, with, with what I think around all that as well. And I love that you talked about, and it's a topic that's come up a lot with clients lately. What is success? You know, the dictionary states it as a material thing. Um, I know I know. for me, a bit like you, um, I'm a bit the same. If, if, if I left this planet tomorrow, I've done so much, given so much, learnt so much, leaving so much behind. Success for me is a feeling. And I think it's so important to know what that feeling is for those listening or watching, what that is for you. Because I think nine out of 10 times, it's not monetary, as you said. Yeah, yeah, and but you know, it's, but we're all we're all brought up into this system. You know, the, the, one of the biggest problems we've got is school, <laughs> like yeah. because yeah. because school is this binary system. It teaches us all that there's a right answer and a wrong answer, a right way and a wrong way, 
and we just come out being um, uh, this Binary. drilled into our heads. And this is with, with video as well. I mean, this yeah. is one of the big um, um, uh, hurdles that get people over is just to go that this, like, you, you don't have to be right doing this. In fact, being vulnerable on video and just going, hey, you know what? I don't know everything. I can't possibly know everything. So if this doesn't go perfectly, that's okay. I'm going to use yeah. this as a learning experience. So this is this cyclic um, thing, all, all, all about this curiosity, learning, not being perfect, being I'm vulnerable. Learning. Unlearning, you know, we, we talk about limitless leadership, which we take people from limited to limitless, which has no ceiling. And it's exactly what you're saying in life, in and out of the workplace, because I believe we should be bringing our whole selves to life in whatever we do. We need to learn, we need to unlearn, relearn and evolve. And it's just a cycle that keeps going. And I think curiosity is definitely the key. Um so video, how, you know, we've had, we're, we're coming out of what I'm calling the, you know, pandemic haze and, you know, the world's just gone, it's been flipped on its head, especially with a lot of the things, you know, you and myself and a lot of our colleagues do, you know, we, 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 and I'm very open about this. We lost 90% of our business within the first two weeks of um, COVID and being in Melbourne, you know, hit really hard. I, I don't think I've ever worked as hard flipping everything to virtual and to video. How important is it these days as a leader or a business owner to be showing up on video? Oh, it, look, it's incredibly important. It's it's actually um, unsexy in, in, in the sense that, if you'd asked me this question two or three years ago, I would have said, look, showing up on video is going to be amazing. It's going to boost your uh, business. It's going to give you, uh, you know, this exposure. You're not going to be invisible. But it's actually moved to now where it's just a necessary skill as much as email is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and so it, it, in, in effect, if it's more important now than, than ever, because if you're a leader, um, you can't afford to be illiterate as a leader. You can't not read and write. And that's that's the level we're talking about now with video. Mm -hmm. You need to be video literate. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, getting on board is a, is, is a problem for people. But you've got to understand uh, th 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 there are four big shifts out there that have driven this fast. The first is the digital shift. Obviously, yeah. you know, we're going paperless. It's, you know, that's pretty obvious. Um, it's now the self-serve society. We as a culture are addicted to convenience and the you know, convenience we have to be able to get the information off, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning when we can't sleep, yeah. <laughs> we get open the phone, we want the information. And because we, we operate on these little devices, text is fiddly on small devices and video is a convenient way to communicate on these devices. So we're addicted to this convenience. Um, we trust people more than brands now. So churches have let us down, politicians have let us down, yeah. banks have let us down. And the type of videos and messaging, you know, polished corporate videos and looks, it, it, it actually repels us now. It doesn't attract us. Um, and then there's this consumer, citizen and consumer driven demand for transparency oh. now. So yeah. show yeah. us, don't tell us. Don't just tell us that your, you know, your business has got a diverse workplace. Show us. So these four trends um, uh, are out there driving. And so every leader 
has got something to say because that's what we do as leaders. That's how right. Do you know if how do you know if you're a leader? You look over your shoulder and if you see people following you, yeah. <laughs> you're you know. a leader, which means you've got something to say. And yeah. they're there on their devices going, we like it in video form and they're waiting for you to show up and lead. It's mm -hmm. just a new medium that you're going to do it in. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's so true. You know, people, we, we've got this instant gratification. There's that many messages out there. There's so much clutter out there um, that, you know, you have to show up and stand out. And I think what I love with video and, you know, I'm a big fan, we, we do quite a bit. It's around giving people a choice. So if you're very visual and you want video, you'll watch it. If not, you can listen. So, you know, you're giving them that that choice and people like choice, especially in this day and age as well. Yeah, yeah, you give them that choice, but you also then give them a different way of learning as well because yeah. we're all, whether you're visual right. or auditory or kinesthetic type learning, right. is video, you know, offers all those uh, in the, the one package and people can take the messages mm -hmm. like, like they want. And also, you know, one of the great things about video for, for leadership and um, mo because we're talking about the communication values, but, but that's not all. The new technology that's available around video enables you to send a video faster and easier than you can send an email. So you reduce emails, uh, you cut meeting times in, in half, you have fewer misunderstandings, you can run distributed teams better, you can de-escalate upset, upset staff and customers. It's just so many advantages you could be getting if you were using video. So it's not about... It's not about this, oh, I'm going to be on video and, you know, it's got to go viral. What do I have to do? No. It's just about knowing that there's people out there who are hurting. It mm. could be customers, clients, it could be staff, but people have got problems. And yep. what they want is someone that they can believe in and trust to turn mm. up and go, you know what? I've heard you. I understand you. And let's talk you know i'm going to talk about this and maybe you know give you a solution to your problem that's how we use video as leaders so to do that you just got to be yourself yeah and yeah. you know that's the problem is because we all look at the videos and we go oh i want to be like that person over there that's what i want to be like but that means you're trying to be a persona that's and right. not we, yourself not yourself yeah, yeah we want you know people don't want a persona they want a person and mm. You know, you can always work out, you know, like if you're if you're making videos and you're starting out and you're going, oh, I don't know whether this is the right way or the wrong way. Here's a really quick rule of thumb. Always extrapolate what you're doing on the video to the real world and ask yourself, how would it play there? So imagine that you were meeting someone, you know, you met them at a coffee shop yeah. and you sat down and instead of just going, oh, hi, Renee, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, it's been a bad day, you know, and having chit chat, that you sat there and you sat upright and, uh, you know, you, you looked at them and you adopted a different type of voice and tried to be all professional about it, they would just go, what is up with you? Yeah. And they would walk away. Well, that's exactly what you're doing on video if you're trying to be a persona. That's right. And then people love people for their uniqueness. We know this. Like no one is you. And I always, I always even with with a lot of the work we we do, Julie, and you know, 
companies are looking at their competitors going, we need to be better or whatever. I'm like, you'll be able to be better, but then they're going to be better. Be different, not better. And I've always said that. And I think video is the conduit to be able to do that and and be yourself and share your story and show up. And I love what you're talking about within within the corporate world with video. I think the beautiful thing too is, like you said, we've all got different learning styles and we've also got a different rate of learning and absorbing material. So, you know, if I'm in a company and the leader sends out a video about something, I can watch it two times or three times if I need to. So it's accessible as well. Yeah, and the other thing about that being different and being yourself, the couple of things about that, one, it, it's absolutely the most wonderful time. If you be yourself, it means the pressure on you to be perfect is gone. Oh, it just right. has. So, yeah. you know, like, don't, that, that's, that's gone. Never been a better time. And the other thing is that when you start looking around and comparing yourself, and it's oh. a very human thing to do, yep. the problem with that is that we all like there are 52 flavors of ice cream or whatever <laughs> because we all don't like vanilla but you look at people look around and they go oh you know no i i want to be like that and they end up being vanilla because they won't be themselves but the danger with that is that there are some people who are going to be listening to me now and they go oh i really buy into that julian mather's way of you know thinking about but equally, there's going to be people who have switched off and walked away and just go, I can't stand that guy. So that's why there's different yeah. flavors. You aren't going to resonate with everybody, but the people. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. The people, you you will find your, your tribe and yeah. they will find you because that connection will be there. Yeah, I love that. I always say, you know, you are the person you attract. And you're right. There'll yeah. be people that there would be people that they're not your people and that's fine. So I guess I'd love to, you know, you've got some great quotes, you know, video shyness is not a life sentence. Tell me about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, well, I mean, that, that was my story because when yeah. I was behind the camera, uh, I mean, I was a shy person. I grew up, I mean, my, I started my life as a stutterer. And, um, and I'm like, I'm a stutterer and a people pleaser. And you put those two together. When I started, when I was a kid, I realized it made people feel uncomfortable. Mm. So I decided not to talk like much <laughs> because yeah. I didn't want to upset people. And, and that set my journey through life. So I love you. So what, what have an army sniper and a globe trotting cameraman got in, in common? Yeah. Some people say, oh, you know, like looking through lenses, shooting, <laughs> all yeah. that. But, yeah. but, but no, this is, this is what it is. They gave me somewhere to hide. Yeah. And that was the great thing because I was a shy person and I could be, it's like putting up a sign, professional at work, do not disturb. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching people through the lens, there were people always in front of my lens who were affecting change in the world. And yeah. I felt uh, embarrassed that I didn't have the confidence to be able to, you know, say what I had within me because I had things I wanted to say. I felt excluded because yeah. the truth is when you're in the light, you get more opportunities. If you stay in the shadows, you don't get those opportunities. Um, I felt small because, I mean, I could be playing a much bigger, you know, version yeah. of myself. Yeah. And yeah. so, I decided after a while that, you know, uh, I want to 
be in front of the lens. I want that opportunity. I want to say and try to affect change. So I went through the process of doing that. And here I am now. And You're I amazing. love being in front yeah. of the lens. I love doing this and my life has changed completely. So I know through lived experience that video shyness is not a life sentence. Oh. Now, it took me decades. I can now show this to people. I can help you overcome your fear of video in seven days. Yeah, I want to I wanna have a chat about that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And, and I think... You know, for people listening, and I, I do, I have some clients that are on video all the time and comfortable with it, love it. Others that are like, why would I do that? I think, like you said earlier, it's not really a choice now. I think we can be using it, you know, if you're a business owner, or whatever, social media platforms, with you, we, we send videos to our clients um, and people feel like they know me before I've met them in a room or on a Zoom. So there's so much good with that. So tell me a little bit, before we go into that, I'd love to ask you, for those listening out there that are sort of you know, on the fence, what what are the what are the three most common blockers to people doing video? And then I'd love to hear a little bit about you know the program you've got and 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 what's in that that people can sort of even take away today and start implementing. There's three rules for making video if you want to win trust, authority, jobs and clients these days. Now, just to be very clear on this, you only need to do these three rules or follow these three rules if, if you want more trust, more authority, more jobs and more clients. If you don't want that, then go do video the old way or don't even go on video at, at all. Yeah. And I know that sounds a bit sort of like salesy, but it's actually not. It's no. the, is true. So the first one is, is simple. It's be you. So clients want a person, not a persona. Just what we were talking about before. You know, don't, please, please do not look and sound like a politician. It doesn't work these days. Um, and then the next thing you've got to do now is you've got to be fast when it comes to making videos. But most people, when they think about video, they go straight to the technology. Like you go online, how to make a video, do a search on that. And you get all these, you know, you know, guys, and I've got big cameras and big lenses and big tripods and tell you that that's all important. Mm -hmm. And it's not, there's all this new technology that's come in that makes video frictionless and that's what you've got to work towards is building a frictionless system because if video is hard you won't do it if, no. if video is hard i won't do it so no. everything i have now is literally push button and you can set up these systems that you can just go bang now you're 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 looking at me now on an iphone 7 so that's six-year-old technology amazing yeah i run i've got one two three I, I i run my business on old iphones like so you don't so so get out of this idea that you need you know big technology you need to be fast is what you need and then the third one that you need to do is you need to build trust yeah. because what we do with the videos that we're talking about here now is that we it's our reputation online is everything. Our, our digital footprint is going to get bigger. Video is going to play a bigger part about this. And it's not who you say you are. 
It's who Google says you are. What, whatever anyone wants to know about us these days, they go online and they do a search. So video and, and video search is a big part of that. So you've got to build trust and you've got to build in a system in your thinking that when you go on and use video, uh, that you think carefully about what you're going to say. And when I say carefully, it's very easy. I mean, my my filter is, if it's not true, I don't say it. Yeah. I, I started that about four years ago because there were times I felt pressured to make a video and I might take a shortcut and I just realized, nope. And before I show up on video, I go, if it's not true, I don't say it. Yeah, love that. Yeah. So be you, be fast, build trust. They're yeah. the three things that you need to, uh, you know, I reckon for probably the next five to 10 years, I don't know what's going to happen after that. No. And I, I think being you, that's all about, you know, knowing, knowing your strengths, knowing who you are, knowing your story, your origin story, sharing that and knowing your uniqueness. And I love what you said about the tech, because I've seen this happen a lot. And I'll, you know, at the, the first, when, when we went virtual, I, I've used Zoom and a few other things for years and I love tech. But it was, it was that overwhelm. I need this whole full-on studio. And I, I came up with a little thing around, you know, focus on the headset, what you're saying, the heart set, the connection, then the tech set. Yeah. So, the you know, the th and, and you, you will know this, uh, uh, having come through Thought Leaders, uh, I've stolen one of their, their, <laughs> their little terms. And it's uh, the, if, if you're nervous about showing up on video in, in your business, in your role of leadership, the reason you're nervous is because you're putting all the focus on yourself. You're thinking, how am I going to look? How am I going to sound? You know, how's this going to uh, come across? What will people think of me? And it's all about you. And when you flip that around and just go, you know what? It doesn't matter how I look, how I sound. It's all about solving people's problems. So once you start to think about fix nervous with service, love it, that. Is, it is such a powerful little thing that four, four words. If you remember every time that this is not about you and no. it's a classic mistake that we all make because, you know, we, we go on and we make a video and we go, oh, I'm not going to send it out yet because I got to find the right music. What do you, what, what do you mean the right music? <laughs> like, have you, have, have you done, re, have you researched your, your, your audience and you, and you have all the data about what music they, they yeah. want? Just because you like the music doesn't is no relevance to to them yet it's we, we're always making the video for ourselves we've got the wrong customer we are not our customer so once you start to think this way it's all about solve don't sell turn up on video to solve people's problems rather than trying to sell your message to them yeah. and you do this repeatedly this is why you've got to make videos fast is because we need a lot of these videos but the technology is available that you can be pumping out so many simple imperfect videos faster than you could do it if you were typing or writing e emails and just just like we're doing now here yeah, we're doing right. we're, we're recording this on video it's imperfect i mean look before i had a big brain freeze before i don't care no. it's not the last one it's not the first one it's not the last one but yeah. now you've you've got an hour of of video content and you can go and pull little bits out of that yeah. it's not hard to make video these days no no it's not 
Well, something I'd love to ask is what what is the ideal length of a video if we're looking at social media platforms? Right. Yeah, I love I love this. I've actually got a chapter in my book about this because everybody want it doesn't matter what I tell people, they always want a number. So I'm actually going to give all the time. Yeah. I'm actually going to give give you a number. Um, but just before I do, I just say the 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 right. This is all about story. Yeah. Everything's about you know you hear this you know all, all the time, but it's actually really true because. We like stories. And if you have a good story, it, it, so it's interesting and it you know, the people relate to it who are watching it. Could be five people that the video is perfect for. If they watch and go, oh God, I can, he understands me. I see myself in, in this video. It can be 60 minutes long. Yeah, and they're just yeah. glued to it because you're talking to that person and their problem. So, you know, it, this is not about long or short. It's about... Um, right. making the content relevant and relatable. That said, as a rule of thumb, what I try to do is aim for 90 seconds okay. on, on my videos. Yep. So, and that is 200 words. So when you do, if, if you're, if you're writing and I, and I script everything. And when I say script, I don't have to do it word for word, but I write it out beforehand because that helps my clarity of thought. Yeah. And it's not your it's not your audience's job to work out what you're saying. You want to be, you know, have that clarity. That's just being respectful to your audience. So I write, and then as I'm writing, I'm actually, you know, <laughs> generating new ideas as well. But then I go, oh, okay, that sort of sounds about right. I do a word count on it. And if it's 200, if it's over 200 words, I'm thinking, you know what? I can probably say this a lot simpler. Yeah. Now, the benefit of this is you're getting clarity of thought and so you're also creating written content that you can then put out as well. So this doesn't go to waste. Yeah, um, I love that. You can re you can repurpose it. And I love um and everyone works differently. I know I'm a bullet pointer. So, you know, some videos, Julian, I'll just jump on and do. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bit bit the same. I sort of create and don't get attached and we post. Um, because I think, yeah, the technology going, I don't have time. It's all a procrastination strategy. And I'd say to anyone listening, what is it going to cost you, your leadership, your business to not do video? You were saying about the dot point. So here's a really easy strategy. If um, you say, oh, I've got to put a, 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 a video out, but I'm not sure. So pick a topic, right? So um, have, have, have a list of 10 topics. And what, what you do is you choose two of those topics. You put a line through one right? Choose another two, put a line through one. And eventually you're going to get that down to one thing that you can talk about right now. And then what you do is you just say, what would my audience ask me right now for me to give them this, this answer? And that's what you make your video on. You just go, hey, everyone, uh, it's uh, great to be here. This is a question I get asked a lot. State the question, answer the question and go, you know what, I'm going to come back next week. Uh, I'm going to make these a, a, a weekly video where I just answer these questions. You guys have a great week. Yeah. Bye. That's I it. Love it. That, got a video. That's a great little process that I think anyone can do that. And then you just build, you just build on that. Yep. You, you know what I can guarantee is that your 20th video is going to be better than your first video Definitely. and your 100th video is going to be better than your 20th video. Yeah. 
It's just a process. And the other thing is videos. People think, oh, I've got to make a video. It's got to be perfect. This is not chiseled in stone. (laughs) You know, this is just, it's just a video. It goes in the air and, and, you know, we just make another one. And, we and, make and I think we, we amplify how important it is more than anyone else does. You know, we're, we all know that. We're our biggest critic a lot of the time. Um, I, I oh, So much we could talk. For, we <laughs> might have to have a, an ep two on this, I think. Sure. Um, I'd love to ask you because a lot of our listeners are, are leaders in companies and business owners all around the world. And, you know, I think knowing yourself, being true, trusting who you are and project projecting that um, is a great way to get your message out there to many and a great way to build your leadership. I'd love to ask you, you know, who, who's a leader, Julian, that you admire and why? Uh, okay. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to bring this down to uh, video yes. <laughs> and we're going to go back in time now. Uh, if you if if you're going to make video, I would uh, you know uh, not suggest that you're a five foot high Catholic nun with buck teeth and a lisp, and you go on and make videos. Or would I? <laughs> exactly. I want to inter- Sister Wendy. So Sister Wendy was this five foot high Catholic nun with buck teeth and a lisp who, back in the 1990s, had millions of people around the world follow her. Uh, she had a series on TV where she would take people around art galleries and she would just tell her love of art and she would mix that in with her spirituality. And it was so open and honest that, you know, we're talking like, you know, 25, 30 years ago. She is a leader. Go and check her out. So if if you're there and thinking you can't do video, follow Sister Wendy's lead. (laughs) She is brilliant. Amazing, amazing. And I love that. When I heard five foot, I thought you were talking about me for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm five foot two. (laughs) I get away with it. So, Julian, tell us a little bit about your program that you've got coming up. Yeah, well, it's an ongoing program. So this is actually turning into a passion project to me. So, um, you know, like, I mean, I speak on stage and um, I run workshops and I'll still do that. But I am creating the uh, a new academy and it's called Confident Video Presenter Academy. And it's an online course and it goes for seven days and it's self-guided. It's going to be at, it's at a low price point, but it actually works. I've put people through this process. And if you do the work, it's got every day, there's exercises, but it's all low risk. If you start and get into this and you do the exercises and you'll be surprised at actually how low risk they are at the end, you actually, so this is, you make a video at the start and you also make another one at the end. You make a whole heap in the middle, but you're going to compare the first one and the last one at seven days. And you are going to be in for a big shock. You are going to surprise yourself at how achievable this, this is. So if you want to get into that, this is all about trust because I cannot show anyone how to overcome their fear of video unless they trust me. So this is how I build trust. Yes. Go to six minute video course.com. And there is a six minute video course. It's yours. Amazing. 
go in there and I show you all these uh, 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 fast techniques that you can use with things that you already own. I show you these apps that cost nothing that I use to earn income. And I show you these places you can get resources to start making videos. It's a fast start course, but go in. The point of it is, is you can test drive me. Yeah. And you could, because this is about trust, because you know that seven day course, unless you trust me, unless we had that, that's, that's not going to work mm -hmm. because it's all about feeling safe. If you're in a safe space, you'll do this. So that's the starting point is six minute video course.com. Very generous, Julian. <laughs> and why wouldn't you jump on and, and have a, have a look at that. And I think even the program, you know, after you've done that, if you want to, the seven-day program, not a big investment of time. And I love that you said it's self-paced and you get the before and after. And I think that in itself will help people really boost their confidence in what they're doing to make yeah. it you know, not an event or a sugar hit, but part of what they do and how they convey their message. Well, I mean, I mean, I actually predict that if you go through, you do the work. And when I say seven days, you know, that can be seven days over however long. It's basically, you know, you're looking between 60 and 90 minutes a day to, to do this. Uh, is, is, is at the end, you're just going to go, <laughs> why wasn't I doing this five years ago? That's what I predict. I love it. I, and I love too that it's, it's staggered, you know, because I think, you go and do a, you know, a course on video for three days in a row, you walk out and there's none of the practicality. And I'm very big in, you know, knowing is one thing, doing's where the magic is. Um, and I think that's that's really important. Um, one more question and then some quick trivia. So, you know, you've, you've got an amazing story and you've had some amazing experiences that, that you know, made you, the you know, what you're doing today. And, you're a magician in your own right. What we all have things, you know, I call them gifts. So lessons we've learned. What would be the three, two or three biggest lessons you've learned in your career and life? Uh, okay. I, one is that um, change is not a process. And I used to think it was. I used to think, you know, like as long as I start and I do the steps, I'll change. No, change is not a process. It's a decision. Because we all know this, if we haven't decided on something, no one can make us do it, do it. we're stubborn. Yeah. But if we have made that decision, we really want to do something, no one can stop us. And so it all comes down to this decision. And yeah. so that everything I've done in my life is based around a, a major decision in, in my life and working towards that. Um, the, the, the other one is um, uh, responsibility is that this all starts with with me because we can all look around and go well, you know what you know julian i love what you just said here but you don't understand my situation mm. it's different everyone has a different situation and if you accept that it's the it's the, it's that situation that is um choosing your outcome for you it means you divest your, your, your powers. You've just given yeah. your power away. Yeah. So it is all about just, you know, owning it and taking that responsibility. Um, and then you can't expect to win a new game playing by the old rules. 
Yeah. And this this is, you know, we, we, we've just got all this information in our heads that's formed the people we are, but it is all changing so fast and so quickly. So it comes back to this is the full circle to where we started, yeah. which is about yeah. a learning mindset yeah. and, 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 curi and curiosity. Um, you know, and you, you can change. I've got this thing I call 20 in 2, which is you can get 20 years experience in two years. And every major change that I've had, I've done that, is that I immerse myself. And it's so easy now, listening to podcasts. Oh, get the, up world's our, the world's our oyster. Yeah. Like choosing the right things or you can do overwhelm. You can just, get, you know, prepare yourself for um, um, yeah. a, a change. So, yeah, okay, there's three. Yeah, love them, love them. So some quick trivia. What is your favourite word? Mellifluous. Oh, mellifluous. You know, they say mellifluous. If things are mellifluous, they sound nice. Like French yeah. is a mellifluous language. Yeah, I love the word. Beautiful. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Ah, oh, easy peasy. Rain on a tin roof. Yeah. I just like. I just my. It's like you know. It's like I'm back in the womb. Oh, it's lovely. No, it's it's a hug. It's a hug. Yeah. It's a bit like coffee. Hug in a mug. No. <laughs> If you had one last meal, what would it be? Hummus. Yeah, love hummus. Do you make your own? No, no, I just I just buy it in industrial quantities. <laughs> I do too. I love it. It's beautiful. And what other profession would you pursue or would you like to attempt? Helicopter pilot. Yeah. Yeah, I just I spend a lot of time in helicopters and I just watch pilots and I it's such a great way to view the world. And yeah. I just reckon, yeah, I'd like to. Go, I'd like to have a go at that. Yeah, are you going to do it? Never. No. no, 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 no. Got, 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 got other things that I want to do now. Yeah, love it. I love it. Oh, it's been such an amazing, amazing conversation today, Julian. How do people find you? Uh, look, the easiest one-stop shop is julianmather.com, J-U-L-I-A-N-M-A-T-H-E-R.com. And if you're on a platform, I hang out on LinkedIn. Yeah, and you post some amazing, I love your stuff, amazing, quick, fast techniques, ideas that, that you can take away, you know, and use, use straight away. Thank you so much for being on the Limitless Leaders podcast. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. A pleasure. And I think everyone listening or watching, there is so many nuggets there you can take away and, you know, just choose one small thing. And I think that, you know, generous offer that, that you, you've shared today, you know, test it out, get to, get to know Julian a bit deeper and, you know, take your video, your message and everything around that to the next level. Thanks for listening um, wherever you are. Um, just letting you know as well, we have our Limitless Leaders public program that runs every 90 days with a different theme. And the theme we're kicking off with November 18th is motivational intelligence to lead and re-energize. And love to see you there. It's all about understanding not what you're good at, but what you're good at that really lights you up. Um, there's a profiling tool that's in the one day workshop. And then we've got lots of virtual um, follow-up with that. And it's a great way to learn, grow, and connect with people outside your industry. So just go to www.renegeruso, I won't be spelling that, .com to find out more. Again, thanks, Julian. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for listening.
You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams, and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration, and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 